Buddy's aunt. No. I'm not dabbing my eyes every episode. Just once in a while, something hit me. Oh, like, oh. Welcome to Moving On Sideways. That's a little tiny, tiny little piece of the uh, Jim, and Sh- Jim and Sam show. That's what I listen to um, in the morning. Um, there's nothing specific about that clip I wanted to show. I just kind of felt like starting the episode with this is what I listen to, basically. Um, yeah, it's the next day from uh, the, the end of my last episode. It's um, October 18th, the day that I will probably adopt that uh, cat. That cat. But um, I, had, I had a thought because I recently did that episode about, like, you know, what depression looks for, like for different people and stuff like that. And I had, the, you know, the thought of, like, I said it was sad uh, to, you know, to kind of, like, meet these, you know, like, a bunch of cats, or, you know, because I got to see several cats or whatever. But there was four cats. Basically, it was, at one point, it was narrowed down to four cats. And then, um, and then it was, like, narrowed down to one cat or whatever. But the, the cats that I'm, you know, kind of, like, out of the four that I, you know, the three cats that I'm not going to get or whatever, that's the sad part. The part that, you know, you just have to kind of leave them there. Um, and like one of those cats, they, they told me that this one of the cats I had to eliminate from the, the pool of four, um, they told me like, you know, had been there the longest and they, and they love her the most or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, but, but she had, a some kind of thing where she, she needs food that like special food or whatever, something like that. And I, I don't want to, um, deal with that. I was, I was actually, I went home and I was thinking about like, I could set up like a GoFundMe or something. <laughs> but that's, you know, if you get a cat, you're going to have that, uh, this cat, I think was, this is the oldest cat of, of the cats I was looking at. It was nine. Um, you know, it could, it could live for <laughs> nine more years or even longer than that, really. So, you know, you, you want to get a GoFundMe that lasts nine years. It sounds awful. Cause <laughs> I used to, I don't think I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I actually used to uh, be a part of a small team that would feed these, um, feral cats that were, they're all spayed and neutered these cats by the way in this specific location um but I, I would feed them and I was very adamant that like I'm willing to like I'm willing to spend my time to do this but I do not have any money at all to spend on this like it, it has to be you know other and I, and I was told like when I got into it like oh yeah we'll, we'll provide you with cat food blah 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 but like the the people like people love to make promises and then not deliver on their promises so you know I, I think there was like a a, uh, this married couple that was specifically uh, providing me with cat food for these feral cats. I, I only did it, um, so like I said, part of a team. I did it on Thursdays and Fridays at first. Um, then eventually it was just Friday, and then and then I found, I was so glad, I eventually found someone that just took over like a bunch of days actually, and I just it got to stuck because it, it was totally on my way to go to go do this. Um, I used to work this, this is like years ago, like five years ago or something, but I worked in um Centerville, and um, I had to go drive in the opposite location from where I lived when I got off work to go feed these cats. Um, so it was like it took up a lot of time, you know, to do this whole thing. Um, but time, you know, time I had much more so than money or whatever. Um, but yeah, people, yeah, but yeah, this one married couple was it, actually the married couple that was providing the cat food. Um, the, the husband of that couple or whatever, well, he was the one that was doing those days before I took over the days. And, um, and actually I think if it was up to him, I think that if he was like hundred percent up to him, he would have been much better about, cause he really was attached to these cats. He would have been much better about, you know, meeting up with me and giving me the cat food, but his, his wife like took over a lot of it and she was much, much worse at the whole thing. Like, um, 
there's like a lot of a lot of empty promises and like just like and not replying to texts and stuff like that and I don't know how I because I never did pay for any of it on my own or whatever I, I don't know how I ended up getting um them to uh I don't I don't know who, who ended up funding it or whatever but um I I, know, I never paid for that cat food <laughs> so that so somehow I got some but it, but it was just, it was kind of stressful it was like it was annoying to have to deal with like like okay I, I said I'm not paying for the cat food why why are people <laughs> yeah um so I mean yeah and also like the one cat I did narrow it down to um you know if I was to adopt a cat that needs uh the stump you know the special food or whatever that costs more money um, then I wouldn't be adopting the cat that I narrowed it down to. So maybe that cat would be screwed over <laughs> or something, but the whole, the, the, the experience, like, but yeah. Um, but anyway, I, in relation to the whole, you know, the, the episode I did about depression and just depression in general. And by the way, I do mean, Oh, I don't know. I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast. Cause I researched, I, did, I looked on the internet. I was curious. I wanted to look up on the internet. Like how do people get, when they get depressed, do they get like inter- extremely energetic? Like I do. Or they get like Hollywood depressed, where they get they're laying in bed crying all day or whatever. I, um, I'm curious about that. Um, so when I looked it up, the internet is uh, you know, this, and when I say the internet, I mean just the, the first the first couple things that come up. They refer to depression as uh, clinical depression, which is where you, there's not a specific thing that a person is depressed about, but there's a chemical imbalance in their brain, and that and they're like chronically depressed or whatever. Um, and I've always been in my entire life, I've always been close to people like that. Um, but I just personally believe that that's like, uh, uh, I I mean, okay. I say this with a very tongue in cheek, um, like don't take this, you know, very grain of salt ish or whatever. Don't take it too seriously. But like, to me, that seems like insanity because, um, this, that's not reality. Like if you're, if you're like, I'm right now, I'm driving on uh, route 28 and um, if I was to like look at the car in front of me and be like, oh, the car sucks. Like everything around here sucks. I'm so depressed because these cars exist and this, this, there's trees over there. Fuck these trees. Fuck those trees. The trees shouldn't exist, blah, blah, blah. This is all like terrible. Like look at the sky. Fuck these clouds. Fuck the sun. Fuck blah, blah, blah. Like that's, uh, I mean, it's funny to say shit like that, but it's, it's not reality. Like all this shit is totally neutral. It doesn't matter at all. It's not good or bad. It's just, it doesn't matter. Um, but if you're like, to me, I, see, I, I, I probably obviously don't understand clinical depression very well. Um, cause I don't know if they look around like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck this, fuck that. I, I, I don't know what it is exactly. Um, that people with that state of mind, um, how they feel or whatever, but the internet, and when I say the internet, I do mean, like I said, the first couple sites that come up, they refer to what I call depression. They refer to that as uh, situational depression. And there's, there's, it, it, it comes across like there's no sympathy at all for people that when that comes up in their life or whatever, um, which is understandable because it is something like that's a temporary thing when people get depressed, you know, you just kind of have to process it and get over it or whatever, but it's not, it's uncomfortable to, to be in that state of mind, you know? So I don't know. I think there should be some stuff on the internet of like, advice about that like you know some some person says take a walk and then the next person says don't take a walk walking is bad for situational depression because <laughs> you know how the internet is constantly contradicting people are constantly contradicting each other and stuff like that um yeah but anyway as far as like the cats uh not being able to adopt all the cats basically um and why that and that whole thing being quote-unquote sad like it doesn't actually cause like depression in me it's just it's just a, it's just sad you know so 
I guess, I guess there's a, a difference, or I believe there's a difference between like depression and like sadness, or not even sadness. Look, yeah, because it's not like it, I, I don't know. The, to me, there's a there's there's a difference, and I kind of like discovered that like thinking about it, because it didn't actually make me depressed like at all, but it did make me a little bit sad that I have to like you know not <laughs> not adopt some of the cats or whatever. Um, and then another another thought I had about the whole thing, and this is going to sound totally crazy, but it is how I thought of it, but it reminded me of Schindler from uh, Schindler's List, and the reason why, and what that is, that's a, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a true story, but if it's not, if it's not a true story, it's based on, definitely based on, you know, history and reality and stuff like that, um, but uh, in uh, Nazi Germany, um, or Nazi, you know, occupied Europe, because it was, yeah, whatever, um, the, uh, this one guy had like a, a work farm or something and he got to, you know, he, he had a list of, uh, who he's going to put on his work farm and everyone on the list can work on his thing or whatever. And, um, his place was like extremely humane and it was actually, it was treated like normal work or whatever. And people weren't worked to death and all this other stuff. Like they were at, uh, other places where Holocaust, uh, Holocaust victims went to, which by the way, was way more than just Jewish people. A lot of other people were holocaust victims uh, a lot of i think it's like five million slavs died in the holocaust um but yeah so yeah so anyway the, the end of the movie um like schindler like signed the thing at the end of it <laughs> and uh um so he, saw, he signed like the paper at the end or something like that um uh, the list of the names or whatever and at the end of the movie he's like <laughs> crying actually because um because the fact that he signed the thing makes it so like one one extra person couldn't um couldn't be a part of his thing and had to actually you know die most likely in the you know in the holocaust basically um so it just reminds me of that how I can you know adopt one cat but um, you know, the other three, there's a chance that they'll get eventually euthanized to make rooms for more cats in the future. Cause it's a, it's a kill shelter, you know? Um, or I actually, I actually, I don't know if it's a kill shelter. So maybe, maybe it's not, I guess I'm just assuming it's a kill shelter, but maybe that's not even done so much these days. There's, I went to the one in Prince William County because, um, the one in Manassas, uh, has awful pathetic hours and I couldn't, uh, I didn't have time for to um to to go to it really and and the one in Princeton County is like equally far f- from me so I just went to that one um and anyway the one I, the one in Manassas uh because people are more like real I don't know people are better nowadays than they were like 10 years ago or whatever about um knowing that if a cat is spayed or neutered and it's just living out in the wild it's really not that harmful so I th- I actually think that the one in Manassas they might um instead of euthanizing cats that you know to make room for the new cats or whatever i think they uh i think they might just put them out in the wild and let them live in the wild and they're spayed and neutered just live out their old age and stuff but i'm not sure i'm not sure exactly what the situation is so i could be totally wrong about that i don't know but i i i think i'm right about it just based on i actually had to do with that cat coming in the stairwell a few couple years ago um because i went to that place the one in manassas and they they were saying something about like cats are allowed to be outside, blah, blah, blah. Like there's this, you know, this false narrative that like it's illegal for basically 
feral cats to be out on the outside that's just totally totally false like foxes like literally in Lake Ridge there's literally foxes I, I saw a fox driving to my parents house um yeah they're not put down you know <laughs> um but anyway um yeah so I'll probably get that that cat today I guess uh, the one that I kind of narrowed it down to so I guess I'll just uh report on that but I I I didn't I didn't uh, think that going to the animal shelter would be like like sad like that. Um, and I definitely didn't think it would be. I definitely didn't think I'd be having these emotions talking about this right now in the podcast. Um, so that caught me completely off guard. But yeah, so um, this is October eighteenth, and I'll just update the situation later. Ugh, I can't believe I just I can't believe I just happened to mention Lake Ridge foxes today because it's about maybe three or four hours later now. My parents are out of town for the week and I'm uh, kind of like some, sometimes going to their house to watch um, their Disney Plus and their Netflix, which I don't have where I live. Um, and I'm totally allowed to do that and stuff. It's not like I'm sneaking around to do it. But anyway, there's a there's a fox that a lot of people in uh, that live like within half a mile of my parents know about it's actually like half a mile from where they live so it's not where they live but it's totally harmless fox but um this fox has mange um which means that it has no has very little fur um actually i'm i'm shocked that it's still alive it's kind of cool it's still alive it's, it's kind of a uh, i've actually seen the fox go up to i've seen a cat outside someone's house speaking of you know cats actually legal, actually being allowed to be outside and that whole thing about it being illegal is complete bullshit but anyway <laughs> this one cat was outside and there's a food, food bowl right next to the cat and the fox w- walked on up and ate some of the cat's food <laughs> but the cat didn't look angry or anything like that this is years ago by the way but like i said i'm, I'm shocked this fox is still alive and i'm sure it's the same fox because i think this disease is not that common i don't know but anyway the fox is crossing um, some road that's like what half a mile away from where my parents live. And I had to, I had to slam on my brakes and, you know, the anti-lock brakes took over and uh, a couple things in my passenger's, um, seat went flying from forward. So I was like, I can't believe that just happened on the day that I mentioned foxes in Lake Ridge. Um, yeah. So I was like, I got to record that. But if I don't get, if I don't adopt a cat today, it's actually because I'm like, I didn't sleep well last night and I'm going to take a nap and it's probably going to mess up my schedule and I might not be able to adopt a cat today, but it really doesn't, I don't know. I don't need to, it's not like I need to adopt a cat today as opposed to other days, <laughs> but that's what happened yesterday. It was like, I would have adopted it, uh, the, the one I narrowed it down to, I would have adopted it yesterday, but, um, cause I basically I work in the morning and the evening and I have hours off, like hours at a time off in the middle of the day. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. I'm so uh, tired right now. I'm like delirious. Like, uh, so words, what words are supposed to come out of my mouth? I forgot words. I recorded the last segment like three or four hours ago or something on the way to my parents' house to watch some television. Um, and then, uh, to and take a nap actually. Um, I was possibly going to adopt a cat today but don't it's not working out timing wise so i'm definitely not doing it today and uh today is a wednesday i'm uh planning on like going to um my college cnu which i've done in a long 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 time um maybe on saturday for a day trip or something so i was originally thinking of waiting until after i got back from that to uh get a cat because 
Um, the idea of having like a cat that's only been in, that I've only had for like a few days and then being gone for like 18 hours. I don't know if that's a great idea or not. Um, so, but I've just made, I may just get a cat tomorrow or possibly even Friday or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, but I wanted, oh yeah, I didn't really explain that, uh, Fox with mange very well. So, um, I'm almost positive this was like circa summer of 2019, maybe late spring of 2019 or something. Um, I was coming back from something with my parents to, to, uh, my parents' house. And, um, we saw that we, that's when we saw this Fox. So this is four years ago, four and a half, basically. Um, we saw this Fox, uh, that's when we saw the Fox eat the cat's food, food, but the cat didn't care. The cat, they seemed like they were friendly, this outside cat and the Fox. Um, by the way, I used to have, <laughs> I, first of all, I don't know if you guys have realized this or not, but as someone who hasn't worked in an office in about almost a year. I now hate the idea of working in an office and I think it's so toxic and awful and I hope that I never work in an office again the rest of my life. Although who knows, maybe I will within the next month or two, you know, if worse comes to worse in a bunch of different fronts and, and I may change my mind. I may change my mind and decide I will work in offices in the future and just, you know, just work under different, different circumstances. Um, I was thinking, like, how much, how much less drama would be in my life if I had no eyelashes at all? I think it would be much less drama. Although I think it would be kind of shitty as well. <laughs> but, like, little things like that, like, you know, it's good in certain ways, but then also just good can lead to bad, especially in, like, office settings with a bunch of bitchy girls and shit. Um, but, yeah, so... Okay, so... Oh, yeah, so the cat in 20... Or not cat, the fox in 2019... So we saw this fox. It, it just seemed like way too too friendly or way too um, tame, basically. With um, <clears throat> with oh, with people and like houses and stuff. And like foxes don't usually act loud, like just jovially walking up to house and stuff. And I I didn't know what mange was at the time. This fox looked so weird. It looked ugly as shit. It looked almost almost bald, but it did have some fur. But the fur is like you know I don't know like half an inch. Well, and foxes have big, thick red coats, you know, or orange actually, but people call it red. Just like, <laughs> just like from the Jungle Book, they've referred to uh, fire as red flower. It's like, uh, that's clearly orange, but you guys are calling it red, but orange flower sounds awful. So I think that's why one reason why in the Jungle Book they refer to fire as red flower, because it just sounds so much better than orange flower. But fire is very, very much an orange color, not a red color. But anyway, um, so this, uh, Oh yeah, the fox. So we called, um, we actually called, called the police, um, you know, like the non-emergency police. And I'll, I'll do that in a heartbeat for an animal related thing. Like I did, I did that actually in 2017 regarding a snapping turtle, trying to save a snapping turtle. But some people are like anti-snapping turtles. It's, people are so strange with their shit, but I was trying to save this snapping turtle and I called uh, I was like taking a walk late at night. Uh, anyways, that's a story. That's a derailment story. So let's get back on the. Let's get back to the main. The main subject of um, the fox with mange. So I called the police, and they said they said that they've been they've been called several times about that, that specific fox, and they then that's when I found out what mange was. They explained what mange is to me. Mange. Um, so they're like they're asking me if the fox looked like it was drunk because I I didn't know that that was a rabies thing. Like animals that have rabies will actually look like they're drunk. Like they'll. Uh, They'll be like their coordination's really bad and stuff, so they kind of like be um, falling over as they're walking and stuff like that. I didn't know that until that com- the phone conversation. But anyway, they said that this fox has mange, um, which basically makes it so that almost all their fur is uh, is not on their body. I think it's a might even be a type of like um, 
like a type of insect that lives on like like scabies or something, but it's a different thing called mange. Um, not, I can't quite remember exactly what mange is, but I think it might be an insect, like I said. But they said that most animals that have mange, um, especially outside animals like a wild fox or something, will die in the winter because the you know one reason why they have their thick fur coat is uh, for warmth in the winter. And that's why I was amazed to see this sp- very specific fox. Tiny chance it's a different one, but it, it just seemed like it was definitely the same fox, in my opinion. Um, four and a half years later, um, you know, gallivanting around a specific part of Lake Ridge. So I thought that was uh, kind of interesting. So um, maybe uh, maybe another, maybe a future recording on this. Maybe, maybe at some point in time on this episode, I'll have actually adopted a cat, but we shall see. I was uh, listening to the, this episode so far, and um, you, you really can't tell that I was being very emotional. In the, well, maybe you can, but when I was listening to it, I was like, wow, that is not what I was experiencing, but how it's coming across. But um, yeah, I was very emotional at the beginning of this episode, uh, you know, comparing the not being able to um, adopt all the cats, comparing that to... Um, um, Schindler not being able to, well, actually, it's not that he, well, whatever, the fact that he didn't put one extra name on there, and that one person almost definitely died because he didn't do that, and how he was crying about it, but, um, I, you know, I don't know if this place is a kill shelter or a no-kill shelter, and, and I kind of just don't want to find out, because, um, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I don't know, I mean, maybe eventually I'll find out, I'm sure it is a kill shelter, but maybe they've fucking been enlightened, and they are not doing that dumb shit when you can, there's a, there's massive amounts of wilderness in this area, even though it's very suburban and stuff. Just put the cats, just put this neutered and spayed cats in the wilderness and let them live out their days. Their days are probably be quite numbered, you know, out in the wilderness anyway, but I guess it could be, it could go naturally from a coyote or something or whatever it's going to be. Most uh, feral cats don't, don't live very long at all. Like five or six years, I think it might be the average lifespan of a feral cat. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe it's actually more humane to put them down. Maybe it's actually less humane to have them live out in the wilderness, be killed by a coyote, which is like, you know, coyotes are from the Americas and, um, cats are from the old world. So it's not natural for them to be killed by a coyote, but coyotes will kill cats and dogs. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was kind of interesting how I've done the fake crying in the past, especially, especially the time where I was like, I didn't accept the timeshare. <laughs> and then in this episode where I, I it might be the only episode of my podcast ever where I actually cried on the podcast and you can't tell at all. It's just like, I'm just quiet for a while and my voice gets slightly choked up. There's even a part at the beginning where I was starting to well up where it looked like I was, it sounded like I was laughing. It sounded like I was going, so Schindler. <laughs> It wasn't that blatant, but it, was, it kind of sounded like laughing, but it was totally me um, welling up a little bit. And I'm not afraid to admit that, very obviously. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I hope I'm not doing the thing where I'm like, hey, I, I'm really sensitive. I, I, I am sensitive. People say I have no emotions. I am sensitive. I was crying. I hope I'm not going the opposite direction where I'm like overly bragging about it. <laughs> but yeah, it was... Um, yeah, actually, right before that, I, I guess I don't want to get into it right now, but someone was crying in my presence, uh, and basically I caused the crying for something completely unrelated, and also, for your information, completely not romantic at all, this situation I'm talking about. So maybe one day I'll get into that, but um, 
Uh, I was being a bit of an asshole, a little bit of an asshole. I had really bad delivery about this specific thing, and I caused someone to cry hysterically, actually. Um, like, probably less than 24 hours before I was crying on my podcast about the, uh, the comparison thing. Um, so I definitely, I also think some of that was just me. I don't know. It's like, it's like when you're around someone who's really angry, like sometimes, like, a day later, you'll be really angry. So I was around someone who was crying hysterically about something. And then day later, I was crying. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't crying hysterically. However, it wasn't like a couple tears went down. It was quite a lot. But I wasn't crying hysterically. But it was a good amount of crying or whatever. And it's interesting. Now now I, I know that there's, there's definitely a difference between sadness and depression. Because I wasn't depressed at all about this, you know, this comparison thing about not being able to adopt all the cats. Like, 0% depressed. But it's, it's a very sad that that's the reality that can only save one of the cats so anyway i thought i thought uh i just thought it was kind of the main reason i'm uh, doing this little segment right here is i just think it's interesting how um uh how when i if you hear me crying hysterically it's it's me uh being like joking around and pretending that i'm mad that i didn't accept a timeshare and then if you hear me get quiet for a second it's one of two things either i'm um either i'm 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 welling up or possibly crying or I'm laughing hysterically because I'm going to imitate Kevin Brennan, <laughs> which was so fucking. I don't know. I I think what the last episode that was released is one of the is one of my most funny episodes I've ever done. I, I thought those impressions were just because. Okay, so I don't know if you got you guys got the joke or not, but the the thing with the George Washington and Ben Frank, Ben Franklin, if you don't quite get the joke, is it, that's about the most hack things you can say for both of them. Um, like I'm wearing Valley Forge. It's like like that sounds like a really really dumb person like imitating George Washington and a really, really dumb person imitating Ben Franklin. And same with uh, um, um, Robert De Niro. He's like a really dumb person. So uh, this hack is shit. Can't get more hack. Um, yeah, so that's that's why I find it funny. Okay, because it's, it's just so fucking hack and dumb and fucking stupid. All right, so yeah, that's it for, that's it for this little segment. Oh, yeah, that's right. Today is um, October 19th. by this woman named Connie Stevens. I don't know what the name of the song is, but it was on the 60s on 6. Actually, it's not called 60s on 6 anymore. Um, it used to be called 60s on, 60s on 6 on Sirius XMU, but now it's called 60s Gold, and it's on Channel 73. 
But um, yeah, I got really into uh, 60s uh, music um, in the summer of 20. So I've always liked the 60s, by the way, <laughs> like my whole life, pretty much, except for maybe, I don't know, I think always, because I hated, I still hate the late 80s and early 90s, hate with absolute passion. I think it's the worst time period in the entire on earth. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, the 60s is pretty cool, I think. Um, sometimes it gets a little bit too much. You know, I can't do too much of the 60s. But, um, you know, when people think of the 60s, they definitely think of the late 60s most of the time. But um, I like, I definitely like the late 60s. But when I got really into this in the summer of 2017, got into the 60s music, um, I, I started really appreciating, well, kind of like the, the aspects of the 60s that are not the uh, psychedelic. I mean, I've always liked the psychedelic stuff from the late 60s. But I started appreciating the stuff that's not the psychedelic stuff from the late 60s. Like, all the... That's, that's, that shit is early 60s as fuck. Like, that sounds like it's from the 50s, you know? Um, but that's, like, the early 60s, I guess. Could even be the mid-60s. I mean, the 60s didn't really get going to, until, like, 67 or something. Um, but then I also started appreciating... Uh, I guess you would call it, like, Motown, basically. Um, like, they just have a lot of... Like, started really, really enjoying like the soul or whatever of Motown and stuff like that. Like fellas like Wilson Pickett and the ladies too, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, they, the subject, uh, Oh, I don't know. It kind of just, it kind of just reminds me of the girl that I've t- talked about for a year and a half who I consider it off with, but I don't, I just don't know exactly to be honest with the folks at home. I just don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I would, uh, yeah, I just don't know. So I'll just leave it there for now. Maybe there'll be a cat part with a, maybe I'll actually have a cat at the end of this episode. We shall see. Okay, I'll, I'll explain a little. First of all, today's October 20th, and the last segment with the song in it is also October 20th. Um, I guess I'll explain a little bit about what I was talking about with, I'm just not sure, I'm just not sure thing. Um, I, d- I could be completely wrong, but I got this, uh, impression based on, uh, telepathic messages from the Indian, <laughs> the Indian Ocean with the, the you know, all the Russian sounding people, like, hello, we talk like we're Russian, but we live in the Indian Ocean. <laughs> um, that goes back to a few podcast episodes ago. I imagine anyone listening is like, what the hell is he talking about? But basically about the girl that, from the year and a half thing. Um, so, uh, let's see. Oh yeah. I, I, <laughs> I uh, got this impression or whatever that she she thinks I may consider myself to be single because um, because uh, she was like hiding something from me that may have been porn or something like that. Like she's looking at porn. I'm gonna break up with her because she's looking at porn. Like it's, first of all, I have no idea what the fuck she was looking at. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely definitely not the case, and it's just like ridiculous to assume shit like that. Um, is because it's because she she's been very uh, short with me lately. Um, well, at least there's a couple times she was really really short with me. Not the most recent time, but before that, very short with me. And also, like I don't like the whole thing of like hiding stuff from me like that. I don't need to go like looking in people's diaries and stuff like that. I find that disgusting. Like I don't I don't want to do anything like that. I would be disgusted with myself if I did anything like that. Um, you know, like, like looking through someone else's phone or whatever, but like when someone's blatantly hiding something from me, it's a major, major turnoff. If it's someone who I think I'm romantically involved with basically. 
Um, so that's basically it. <laughs> so it's like the hiding and all hiding stuff from me, but 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 coupled with the did uh, being short with me, it's like I, I can't possibly consider myself to be in a relationship with someone just acting like that to me. Um, which is what was happening, you know, a month ago or something. So yeah, so that's the ex- explanation. Uh, it's not, yeah. Um, but you know, there's definitely room for re- repairs and things like that. Repa- repairs can happen. So it's, I guess I'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah. The moment I press record, she gets a little bit quieter, but I just adopted a cat and her name is Ellie and she's uh, officially five to seven. She's in this really small, she's a gigantic cat by the way, but um, they said that she weighed 12 pounds, but I don't know about that. It might be a little bit more than that, um, but she's in this uh, little tiny cat carrier, so, so of course she hates it. Um, luckily I have a, a dog crate. Uh, that I used to use for my cat Shirney. Um, this cat looks pretty similar to my cat Shirney, but not to me. It's like she looks totally different. But a lot of people will be like, "That looks exactly like your old cat," but no, she doesn't. <laughs> um, you can hear her now. I think. Very. My, my old cat did never meow that much. Um, but so hopefully this will be okay. But uh, here, this is Ellie, and. Um, driving home I'm going to introduce her to my condo let her get acclimated which I've actually heard with cats can take like two weeks before they're really really comfortable with a new setting but she uh she doesn't like according to the paperwork she doesn't like other cats she doesn't like dogs and she doesn't like children um and I live alone so it's perfect for her but yeah um so yeah now she's really unhappy might because I just turned I don't know Anyway, I guess I'll, I guess I'll just check in a little bit later, but it's still October twentieth. Okay, it's a few hours later now. I'm uh, driving actually, and the cat is not in the car now. Um, but yeah, her name is uh, Ellie, and I'm uh, planning on um, most likely not changing her name because I really regretted changing Sherney's name. Um, Sherney means something like a wild, vicious uh, leopard or something like that in some foreign language um and she is extremely gentle and not like wild vicious leopard at all and her original name might have been priscilla but it might have been something else pretty sure it started with a p and it was really dainty girls old-fashioned girl's name and that absolutely fit fat her <laughs> fat it absolutely fit fits um did fit i guess her uh, personality um so i mean it's kind of ironic i guess that her name was Sherney, but I mean, first of all, no one really, no one really knows what Cherney means anyway. But, um, but Priscilla probably would have been more characteristic of her. Um, so I think I'm gonna keep this cat's name as Ellie. But I may give her a nickname, and right now I'm thinking uh, Tien, um, which is like one of the characters in Dragon Ball Z. Doesn't have not not relatable to this cat at all. But it would also be like the initials Tien. And how I get there is this cat's name is Ellie, as in Eleanor, as in Eleanor Roosevelt as in um, Theodore Roosevelt's niece, as in Theodore's, Theodore's niece, as in Tien, as in Tien, the character in Dragon Ball Z. So um, just in case she was abused and she's going to react weird, if I say Ellie, I may just call her Tien sometimes, but I'm going to keep her official. Well, I don't know what I'm really going to do, but 
probably going to keep her official name, Ellie. Yeah. Um, she's, a she's having a, <laughs> she's, she's had a hard time. Uh, well, she's only been in my condo for like two hours or something, maybe two and a half or three hours, but she's had a, some, somewhat of a hard time uh, adjusting to the condo. But as soon as I got in, I had a bunch of stuff to do. Um, and I was actually going to a, a trapper keeper, keeper gig tonight, which I'm going, which I'm on the way to right now, actually. Um, so, so most likely if I had just calmed down and sat down with her and petted her and all that stuff, that she would have adjusted much better. But I mean, cats, cats basically, from what I've heard, they can take two weeks to adjust to a new location. Um, so yeah, but I was thinking of going to CNU, like college alma mater t- uh, tomorrow. They're having um, homecoming tomorrow, and I've never been in my entire life except for when I went there. I went to um, I went to one football game for, or I went to one football game at CNU my entire time at CNU. They they only came out with the football team my junior year, um, but I I just didn't really find it very enjoyable. I was actually a pretty social person. It's not like my sister's the same way. She she went to hardly any Virginia Tech football games. Virginia Tech is a um, you know that's a major football school. But yeah, so uh, so she's having uh, so yes, yeah, so I may I may not go to uh, CNU. I mean, I really don't care. It's just kind of like something to do. I'm just I've been putting, you know, I've just never done it all these years. Um, and I was like, well, this is going to be the year where I'm going to do it. But I, I really don't care. So I'm thinking of uh, just not going there now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ellie is very very cute. Um, she's purrs a lot when I pet her. She's very very scared. Um, although, like I said, I'm I've been running around since I've been got home. And then I, she might hear, a, there's a dog below me that was barking a little bit. So she might've heard the dog, but then again, she's just in an animal shelter where there's tons of scary animals over there. I just, they, they got her out to uh, meet me before they um, were going to let me adopt her. Um, and then she looked at one of the cats and she hissed. And I thought it was cute. <laughs> Some people be like, oh, she just hit us, hissed at a cat. Oh no, this is a bad cat. But she's just, uh, she, by the oh, she's uh, kind of on the obese side. So hopefully she loses some weight. She's, um Yeah. She looks a lot like my old cat, but to me, she doesn't because I can easily tell that she's not my old cat, but I could definitely see a lot of people being like, Brian, this cat looks exactly like your old cat, but not really. She has like this tortoise shell fur, like, um, like she's like a tabby, like a brown cat, brown striped cat, but not extremely typical for a brown striped cat. She has like this, it's more like black with these yellow-ish like streaks or whatever. Looks, looks kind of cool actually, but yeah. Um, this has been Moving On Sideways. The winner is Cat.